Parking Lot Drunk with Sean Burke and Christian Senrud. Sean wants his Sunday back to him. I'm taking away his Sunday. My precious Sundays. Sean days. Oh, my goodness. We're back with another Parking Lot Drunk heavy-handed research edition. Yep. Just really diving into it. Yeah, we'll get to that. But uh, first... How how are you, Sean? How's your week? How's it been? Pretty good. It's the the rare uh, Southern California weather time of the year, so that's uh, that's been interesting. This is by far the most weather I've ever had living in California. That I uh, guarantee it. Yeah, I've just been like <clears throat> walking around my apartment, staring at the ceiling, waiting for the uh, ceiling to start spurting water, uh, just because I figure that's that's going to happen at any point with your uh, California apartments that don't get rain all the time. Yeah, they have no pitch to the ceiling, so it just pools. That's uh, that's what's going on in our hallway slash ceiling. Like, I think first year I moved in here, the uh, hallway ceiling rotted out and went into the wall, which also rotted out. Like, I, I just put my finger on it, and my finger went through it, and it had that, like, death mold smell just oh, imme- nice. immediately come out. Yeah, it's not structural. Don't worry about it's it. It's not structural. <laughs> There's nothing behind it that's getting into our lungs, causing any trouble. But uh, now, <clears throat> so they quote-unquote fixed that. But what's caused what happened after that is it just moved the water over to over our bathroom and uh, my roommate's closet. So it's just slowly rotting that out now. And so if you go into our bathroom, you'll see just you'll see (laughs) (laughs) it's 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 hard to miss. It's uh, it's bad. But yeah, yeah, we lost a tree yesterday. (laughs) Oh, damn. Yeah. Just I don't never would have thought. But I mean looking at where it's planted i'm like it doesn't can't doesn't have that much room to really root i've seen a lot of those that like uh i think it was like up near the valley where like a huge oak tree just fell in somebody's house and we're like how does that even happen and you're just like oh half the road is gone that makes sense yeah and i mean who knows what this how much they could the roots can cling to in the sandy ass soil or whatever they got going but um uh yeah, just uh weather. I mean the palm. I, I can't imagine. I can't believe there's not more damage being done by like palm trees because like at least around here they are just like I I'm afraid to walk under them a lot yeah. of the time. Like they've the, got pretty good give. Like you see them in a strong wind and they're like basically bent over touching the ground. So no, not the trees themselves, just the fronds. Like, oh okay. I like they just go down. Yeah. Like, and uh, like after a storm, it like entire streets are blocked off with all the fronds on the ground. That's like around my apartment, it's all pine trees. And it looked like somebody just went through and cleared all the pine trees and left everything in the road. It's like, wow, all right, this is cool. Well, we're, we're gearing up for a hell of a wildfire fire season. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all this kindling's going to just, just wiping the slate clean before it all uh, catches yeah, on fire again. It's like, oh, we had such a super bloom. <laughs> then flash, flash forward to just blazes in the Malibu Hills. Yeah. Sorry, we're doomsaying today. Anyway, starting on a high note, but yeah, a lot of weather. Uh, we got the moat back out in front of the Heartbreak Hotel, so that's keeping uh, the dragons at bay. 
it's uh, I noticed it pulling up. Was, <laughs> somebody uh, placed stepping stones in the one ah. I was in. I was like, that's considerate. You know, I just got some uh, some stones from a, a job. I could do, I could do that. There you go. I for even first for myself. I don't know that the dogs will know better, but they're put it in there and wait a week, and then you'll just take <laughs> up a parking spot. <laughs> yeah, all the better. That's mine. Do some Pittsburgh shit and just leave fucking folding chairs out. Do they do that in Detroit? Uh, no, I've, I've noticed a few times when I was living in Detroit, people try to do the cone thing and people just pull over it. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's like you a, have, see cars with <laughs> a bunch of parking cones underneath it. And you're like, all right, this is not a legal <laughs> move you've tried to make here. Yeah. And the balls on somebody to think like, well, I'm just going to put this out here. People will respect this. That Yeah, man, I tried to put cones out just in front of my driveway so people wouldn't block it. So, and they don't give, they'll just move them. Yeah. They just go missing. Somebody stole my garbage. My, I had like a little garbage can, like a bathroom size garbage can for the dog shit bags because I'm too lazy to walk 20 feet. Yeah. And uh, I don't even know. Either the wind <laughs> took it in the storm, which was kind of a heavy duty can. Yeah. Or somebody was like, this is mine now. Like, yeah. God damn. I got to flip this upside down <laughs> so I have a place to sit and or shit. <laughs> hey, I found a turlet. <laughs> oh, they're just handing these out? <laughs> I did give my tent away to an unhoused person, and I've been—it's been, been kind of cool being like, "There it is," <laughs> around town. Oh yeah, but today I walked the dogs down to the beach. It was by far the most disgusting, just apocalyptic experience. There's entire chunks of boardwalk. I have no idea. Yeah, where that looked like from. a barge. Yeah, <laughs> it's like Jesus. And this is not the first time. There was another bigger one that was on on the shore for like a while, and I was like, "I don't wait. Where does this even come? What what did this break off?" Yeah. And, uh, but every, every day's an adventure. <laughs> it's true. I just got to be kind of uh, diligent because I like, you know, I like to let the, the dogs run around because if we go down there, you might as well let them off leash. But there's just so much shit they can get into. I blinked and fucking Waylon had a, I don't even know what kind of bone in his mouth, but he just. It was a human bone. It was it definitely. I mean, it looked like a femur. But yeah. <clears throat> I do worry about the day that I come across a limb or a body. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I better, uh, Get my alibis and <laughs> yeah, I used to run out of park when I was living in Detroit. I was like, I had the SVU kind of fear the whole time. Like, man, I really hope I don't see a dead body today because I don't have time to talk to the cops and <laughs> give an unenthused uh, explanation of where I found the body. I mean, I was just walking down here and there it was. And I don't know. Well, why are you so calm? I'm like, I don't know. You're fucking dead. Do you know this person? Yeah. No. No, I don't know this person at all. I don't know. Check the fingerprints. Oh, you don't you don't have fingers. I, I don't know. Weird. Why is he wrapped in chicken wire? That's crazy. <laughs> but yeah, uh, snow in in the Inland Empire. It, it, it's all the climate breakdown, baby. We're witnessing yeah. it firsthand. Or, you know, whatever. Just It is funny to see, because uh, I, I had to take my car to the, uh, the shop and had to deal with the shuttle driver uh, yesterday. But it is funny to see, like what the rest of the country deals with on a daily oh, thing yeah. of like, oh, this is crazy weather, where for California, it's like a novelty. Like, oh, I love this. This is crazy. Like, yeah, places are flooded and like things are crumbling around us. We're all like, this is great. Oh, I get to wear my galoshes and my jacket, my, yeah. my Gore-Tex. You're like, yeah, this is, this is very mild. I mean, the tornado, there was a tornado that touched down in California, which is like, yeah, I saw the warnings and I was like, what the hell is this? <laughs> I'm like, is this, is it, is it time? But yeah. maybe it'll scare away some people. But where are they going to get scared to? That's the question. 
Where could yeah. what, what's softer than Southern California that they could run to? Florida? They got hurricanes and yeah. gators and shit. And yeah. fuck regressive <laughs> education. <laughs> A bit of an oxymoron. Yeah. Uh but yeah, I mean like but that'd be perfect for a lot of Orange County, they're like, we're home, baby. Yeah. It's like the Norwegians going to the fucking... I mean, that's essentially what founded Orange County. <laughs> it's a bunch of uh, idiot racists from L.A. They're like, let's get too brown around here. Let's, uh... This brown place we came to is too brown. Let's go, yeah. <laughs> let's go gentrify somewhere else. Well, speaking of gentrified, I guess it's sort of gentrified. Is Brahmin yeah. anglicized? I think it definitely worked its way into... American culture, uh, with the advent of uh, of instant uh, ramen or cup of noodle or what have you. Yeah, well, that's that's our roundabout way of introducing the topic for today, which is ramen. Segway professionals. We, we talked about it last episode. We figured why not deep dive into this delicious culinary treat known as ramen, both instant and outstant. <laughs> I hate myself. <laughs> Nailed it. Uh, yeah, based on this weather, perfect ramen weather. Uh, it really is. It's weird how that is a thing, like, in L.A., where it's like, oh, it's ramen. We're going to Virginia. It's ramen weather. It's cold and rainy. We have to get hot water. Yeah, I just assume not to go to, the like, the, at least the popular spots when it's rainy out, because I'm like, I don't want to deal with this fucking yeah. shit. But uh, if you go, thankfully, Pho Hung Fat, which isn't ramen, it's uh, Pho. But if you go early enough, which most white people don't, walk right in. It's great. Yeah. It went and had it for 9, 9 a.m. <laughs> 9 a.m. bowl of fuck because it's never too early to ruin my day. That's true. <laughs> Played the little roulette game of even added a layer because I was like, I'll go get a car wash. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, this is bad. Get the, ba- get the garbage bag. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get that uh, small size uh, garbage can. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, do you remember, like, I ramen was just sort of always around our house. Like, my dad would just buy the flat of the fucking, like, the instant cup of, cup of noodles. Yeah, we didn't really have it, like, growing up. But I remember, like, in high school, it became, like, the kind of quick and easy meal. Um, yeah. If you didn't want to eat, like, Burger King or something. But it was always like, oh, I just got a cup of ramen. And then uh, you're hungry 25 minutes later. Um, yeah, but you got enough salt for the next three days. Yeah, that was the bright spot because I used to work at a pizza place that we would um, get sick of eating pizza every single day at every meal. So we would go get instant ramen and just heat up water in the oven because there's no other way to do it, which is, <laughs> I don't I don't know what you want to say about that. But um, I mean, that's the kind of ingenuity you can get from a bunch of pothead pizza makers. Yeah, who were more than... Uh, high at the time probably but it was like the healthy option like oh yeah i'm not eating pizza today look at look at i got some <laughs> i got some fancy top ramen so yeah but it, it's like that that you ubiquitous is it marichan it's that brand everybody yeah. knows it it's just like they have like the oddly bright color schemes and top ramen top or whatever yeah like i mean i i never even really dawned on me that it was like not an american thing exactly because it was just so it was always around the house my dad that was my dad my dad was very cheap with like his yeah. his lunches and shit so he that's what he would do at work and uh he would do something we called kitchen sink soup because he would get 
He'd get a couple. He'd tie a few on and then get pissed off at all the shit that was about to go <laughs> bad in the fridge, and then just he I would just see that. throw six bricks of uh, instant ramen into a pot, and then just it was whatever was in there was probably going in the. In I the mean, pot. at the risk of sounding culturally insensitive to ramen, because I'm not an expert whatsoever, but that's kind of what ramen seems like. Of like, let's see what we can add to these noodles to uh, church it up a little bit. Yeah, essentially. I mean, that's most cuisine is that you get a basic idea of something from uh, somebody else that did it well and then like you either you copy it for a while and you don't have the money to do that so you do it cheaply and or you don't know what goes into it so you try to mimic it and then you end up with something maybe even better or you you keep chasing the dragon trying to recreate it and, and you never do but you create something of all your own but yeah that's uh yeah that's kind of i mean let's let's go into the history of it like Ramen is just like basically a trickle down of low main noodles from China that made it to Japan during imperialist times. And, you know, uh, but yeah, just, it was just broth noodles and, uh, you know, then you added on whatever. Chick- yeah. Chicken, and it's all pork. based on the Chinese uh, <clears throat> noodle um, is kind of something that I came across is that it's basically each culture just putting their spin on it. Yeah. They're like, Supposedly, it's like the the lo mein noodle was the main one, but there were also soba and um, what were the what's there's a third like the fat udon noodle. Yeah. So it's all these noodles, which like I don't know why China like the Chinese don't get a better credit for all the like the noodle was really just set the world aflame in terms yeah. of like cuisine in Italy and just fucking everything really. I mean, what what's rice but just a tiny noodle? <laughs> That's true, because isn't that what oolong is? Isn't oolong a rice noodle? Where I think oolong's a tea, but udon is a. I think it's that chubby rice noodle. Yeah. Yeah. Clearly, we've got our research done. Nailed it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, just as because uh, both China and Japan were very walled off, like from other cultures for like years and years and years, and. Uh, like ramen didn't really come into its own until like, like I think 1857 is the first time that it's documented, and there's like a, a, a picture of an ad of it uh, that was in in a magazine, I guess. But <clears throat> you know, so it was like it became like street uh, noodle vendors, and like people would l- seek it out like that because it was just something cheap and easy, and like, but it, it really didn't. What ramen became didn't really set in until like post. Uh, world war ii uh because after when you know when the sorry there's like some squeaks going on there you go nope <laughs> technical issues yeah uh, it didn't really come into its own until after world war ii because there were all these sanctions and uh also japan experienced one of the worst rice yields of like the f- prior 40 years around that time so like uh, with war rationing and then that happening, they had to kind of shift away from, you know, uh, their rice-based foods. And, uh, you know, with the U.S. being involved in reconstruction or whatever, they kind of stuck their greedy little fingers in there and they were bringing in wheat from the United States, like processed wheat, which is where, like, the modern ramen noodle came from because, the you know, the U.S. is like, we're going to backdoor a bunch of make make money this way and also kind of like subconsciously get you away from your traditional. Yeah, cuisines. it's also a way of controlling what 
is the main source of it and be like, well, yeah, I mean, it's not, we're going to get you hooked on this. (laughs) First one's free. You can never tell exactly how malicious or malevolent these intentions are, but there are some very subconscious, like considering they basically took over the the region after the war. Yeah. Also two atomic bombs seems to be like, Oh, let's, there's probably no real way to misjudge (laughs) malicious intent. So yeah. Like, we're here to help. Well, hey, remember when we dropped two things that have never happened in the history of man on you? Well, here's we some here's some wheat. Probably could have stopped at one. <laughs> yeah. Or none, but yeah. just the threat. But anyway. I know you guys already uh, kind of uh, gave up before that, but. Uh, but also with more like westernization, like the the like Japan, their their culture was picking up in terms of like working more and just not having time for food you know home cooked meals so like that's when the 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 noodle uh the ramen the street vendors really popped off but then like i guess the government like cracked down on street vendors especially during the war because like uh <clears throat> like eating out was like a decadence that was not wartime approved so like there was like a black market for like yeah getting these noodles and getting like ramen so I don't. I wanted to look up if there's any like real connection because like there was a black market for this shit. But if like if the yakuza or whatever had any kind of ties or like any financial startup happening around that time, yeah. Any families that made their big money through ramen? Big ramen. Yakuza ramen. That sounds like a new restaurant. It seems like it is a restaurant. <laughs> yep, <laughs> it's in Salt Lake. <laughs> well, that that makes sense. Uh, yeah, the naming of of noodle places. Uh, it's always got a. It seems like it's always at least in specifically Southern California. It seems like it's got a rich history and uh, kind of fun wordplay that. Oh yeah. Most other restaurants are like, no, nah, we're not going to do this, but. Yeah, I mean, there was a, a Thai restaurant around here called Yellow Fever very briefly. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> like, it seemed like a good idea. But uh, it was like, I mean, it's Asian-owned. It was, oh, okay. So that's, like, yeah. Like, I, th- I think it was Thai-owned. They were probably just like, what? We could say it. It's our word. <laughs> yeah. We're taking it back. But, um, yeah, but again, like, it. what's funny is also, like, considering, like, ramen seems like it's, the last 10 years especially it's like really having you know it's time in the sun because like i do driving around la it was just like every corner now just has a ramen shop well that's the thing i kind of realized when uh i started working at nbc like up up in studio city we would go out to lunch for uh ramen and it'd be like what ramen are we going to and then you'd pull it up on your phone and there's like 150 ramen places and studio city is not that big at all and it seemed like every corner had it, um, just kind of like a, a weird. What you got there? You all right? It's just squeaking a little bit. Not move. Yeah, touch nothing. Hold from the from the 
middle. But Studio City's real small, and but has a shitload of yeah. Spots. So it seemed like um, the first year I was there, that's when I kind of learned about like all the different types of ramen because it it was always like oh it's ramen weather when it's cold and rainy but there's also summer ramen which is just cold ramen and it's got like a bunch of fresh veggies and stuff in it and like that's just as amazing and it's completely different because it's like it's not the nourishing warm hot water but um yeah it seems like uh it's a pretty versatile dish depending on what you want it to be yeah for sure and like dude i mean i had vegan ramen the other day and it was fucking great like down in a uh, Grand Central Market at Ramen Hood, but it, it it was like interesting to hear about ramen restaurants because like growing up with the ten cent packets and you know yeah. and being like fifteen dollars like really and that's where I'm not so much sure as it's like a that might just be a reflection of white suburbs <laughs> being like yeah this isn't really hospitable to uh, yeah. I mean, again, things, again there, it's like that subtle racism where it's just like, this can't be good. It was cheap. And it's like, well, you got the cheapest version of something. It's like if you yeah. judged all hamburgers off of like rallies or. or yeah. Rick, you know. And I'm, I'm basing this all on northern Michigan where it's not. It could definitely be racist, but it, I think it's also just remote where it's like yeah, there's not well, a, th- a, that's, a big Japanese uh it, it's, it's not all right maybe racist isn't the right term but ignorant of maybe ignorant or just like oblivious because yeah. you're just like if you've grown up with 10 cent things of ramen that's like good enough and then you're like this is this bowl's 20 dollars, and you got to wait in the line for yeah. it you're like i'm not fucking which is crazy that. because like when you compare top ramen or cup of noodle whatever to like jinya or tatsu it to me it's not even the same thing <laughs> like oh no it's to like one is like a noodle whatever uh it doesn't have anywhere near the the filling flavor or anything of like a decent ramen but well it, i mean it really is comparing like it's not even fast food it's like a a, a defrosted freezer burger versus yeah like, it's gas station food versus yeah <laughs> a like restaurant a gourmet like wagyu yeah uh, you know beef burger uh, you know but it, it's it's also that subtle like I don't know, like, if you're, like, gourmet Chinese food, it just needs to be good and out of a tray and, or, like, steam tray. It's like, well, I don't know. I mean, but the more you dig into it and, like, the more you l- read into stuff and, like, find out and you're like, oh, no, this is, can be, like, incredible. And, but, I mean, dude, ra- like, Tatsu was really the first one where I was like, holy shit. Like, yeah. This stuff is, this is fucking great. And, like, I was also lucky because I went, like, kind of late. So I didn't have to wait in line. I just got to go in and sit down and like play with the garlic press and just fucking load up on yeah. my. Yeah. I also that's a that's one of the benefits of like <clears throat> restaurant ramen, is it's mostly done. Like it's it's not like pho or what you know some some of these other like if you go to a hot like a a shabu shabu or something where yeah. or like a Korean barbecue where it's like well you cook it. I'm like. I don't know what this is supposed to taste like, so I don't know what needs to be yeah. in there. Like, I know what I like, but also I don't know that I don't like the way that you First time do. I went to a Korean barbecue, I just burnt the shit out of everything yeah, because like, I'm like, I don't know what the... Like, do you have a thermometer? I don't... <laughs> what are we doing here? Is this cooked thoroughly? You trust me is, to do this? Is this handy... Is this hubcap properly sterilized? Is this an actual restaurant? What is happening? Is this... <laughs> is this a hobo hideout we turned into a steakhouse? <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I... 
I, you order ramen, at least like, you know, you have your options to like pick if, if it's like the, the Tokatsu or the pork, whatever you pick your base and you know, you get the, the basics out of the way, but it comes pretty much ready made. You can add on here and there, but like as is, it's going to be pretty fucking good yeah. just how you order it. And I, I appreciate that because then you can, that's where I like to start deviating from where it's like, oh, I'm going to add a little garlic oil or I'm going to add this or, you know, yeah. corn or spinach or. I brought bacon from home. <laughs> I brought my own pork <laughs> belly. Would you mind? Yeah. But, um, oh, but getting back to your, like, how it's not even the same thing and it, it, it isn't. I've, absolutely. Because, like, the quality of, A, the quality of ingredients are clearly light night. And yeah. Day. Like, uh, the new one is deep fried yeah, or like, uh, freeze dried and one is. Somebody uh, somebody just sent me a video of uh, <clears throat> I think it's a video. It was like that, that internal like of your belly digesting like instant ramen noodles. And of course, they don't get digested really. They're just like terrible for it's like they're just there until they leave. They're essentially like flash fr- f- like frozen and f- dehydrated. Yeah. And it's like of course, like there's probably zero to new nutrition after all that shit versus, you know, a lot of these places if you've ever had backpacking food Anything that you just have to add hot water to is probably not going to be great for you. But um, nutrition wise, probably going to take more than it's going to give. But also, like if, you know, if it gets the job done and it costs 40 cents, like what do you fucking expend? You you know? Yeah. But you get what you pay for. Like a lot of these places make their own noodles. I was watching a, a chef's table on that Ivan Ramen Man. And he like he he experimented with multiple kinds of flowers and different kinds of wheat and to like really hone in on like the different kind of like what kind of noodle really pop. And like, you know, it's like Italian food too. It's like, all right. Yeah. Fucking, uh, I'm sure the frozen Italian noodle dish isn't going to be compared to your homemade noodle that you made with egg and flour and whatever else in a table. And it took 14 hours, but you know, for time and money purposes, does it get the job done? Yeah. For 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> That's, yeah. If you have the time to do it, it makes sense. Like, it's a convenience versus a quality type of argument. But, um, yeah, that was the weird thing that I didn't really realize about the, the difference in noodles. Because uh, kind of what I came across is, like, the traditional ramen noodle is made with alkalized water, uh, which gives it that yellowish kind of hue uh to the actual noodle which i didn't really think about that but it makes perfect sense it's like uh moonshining or anything where the water is the most important thing because that's that's the base of everything but yeah i just didn't even understand that water could be naturally alkalized so because when i was reading about that i'm like i don't even know what that really means uh and it's a set it's just like acidity yeah it's like uh whatever the the amount of minerals in your water that's why i like those famous uh like jacob's well water or whatever like those weird uh springs that just kind of naturally occur with that mineral water is all um naturally sourced but it's super healthy i don't know this is all armchair uh morning before the podcast research so yeah hell yeah it's ionized water which uh has a ph level of more than seven and uh which means nothing to me yeah it's like the water telling me it's a taurus <laughs> like i'm like oh okay oh neat <laughs> all right if it works for you cool um do you want to make out water uh, <laughs> are we compatible um 
In- increasing alkaline levels in the body will neutralize the acid. So when the water is not properly balanced and it contains too much acid, alkaline water can help normalize things. So uh, alkaline water helps, seems like it monitors acidity, which would be great in something like uh, with the, the umami of a ramen, for instance. I, I know culinary terms. Yeah. But <clears throat> yeah, I, that's, I, was cons- I was watching uh, that Ivan Ramen guy who's like a New York Jew who just lit up the ramen world. Uh, and he, he's a really interesting character, but I was also just like quietly like people in fucking New York are always talking about their water. Like the bagels are better because of the New York water and like LA yeah. bagels suck because they don't have New York water. I'm like, I wonder if that has anything to do with his success. And he's a fucking psychopath who like, <laughs> he's so like, uh, he gets so granular with every single facet of his ingredients. But yeah. I'm sure New York water factors into it, but I didn't hear him it, so far as rewatching it. I didn't see him. Yeah. I mean, like, it seems like for people that have kind of refined palates, that's a bigger thing. Uh, Cause I have friends that only get this certain type of water to make their one cup of coffee with their pour over thing. And they're oh, like, this yeah. changes everything. I'm like, whatever it's coffee. Uh, I drink it because I need to wake up. Not because I'm enjoying the taste of this. Yeah, Mud water. I mean, it takes it, it takes a really bad cup of coffee for me to be like, "Ooh, that was that was not good." It needs things floating in it <laughs> for me to be like, "This is this is unacceptable," and yeah. I refuse to uh, eat at this Denny's again. Yeah, uh, one of the rental houses they give you they have like a free. <clears throat> a couple of the rental houses have free like coffee bars, and the one is just like dog shit. It's <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but like. There's this thing in Oregon care. where rest stops uh, serve coffee, mm-hmm. which is a great idea. Like, yeah. I think that's everyone should have that. But you get there and you realize this is just kind of somebody made this coffee and is handing it out at a rest stop. <laughs> and you drink it and you're like, wow, this is uh, this get, is awful. You get what but, you pay for. <laughs> yeah. Which is essentially ramen. Like, you get what you pay for. If you yeah. want to pay nothing and expect the world. But also, the ability to, like, really up the up your ramen game is very fun and like yeah it doesn't take a lot and like uh depending on i don't know i was also looking at like the best ranked instant ramens and uh i i don't know i like the the nongshim uh shin ramen is so fucking good i have i love it it's it's, uh I i started fucking around with it during the pandemic there was like a korean spicy ramen that was similar or ramyun but which i think is the korean like kind of spin-off yeah but dude the nongshim and then like the shin black ramen is fucking good but the shin black is like kind of it's like four bucks a packet or four bucks a cup yeah and that you know it gets a little pricey for what it is i mean if you kind of realize that this has my four months worth of salt intake in it <laughs> you kind of space it out so you can enjoy it at certain times, I think that's fine. Because uh, I'm that way where, like, like I was saying, the difference, they don't seem the same. It's like, I don't really fuck with instant ramen anymore. Or I'm like, if I'm going to take that salt intake, <laughs> I'll get I'll get it from a restaurant that is, yeah. like, the bomb uh, ramen. But Yeah. I usually just, lately I've just been doing ramen as, like, a, a, a way for me not to go buy food. <laughs> so I'm just yeah. like, I, I'll go load up at Costco with like a bunch of shit and I'm like, all right, I have to eat all this stuff before it goes bad. And ramen kind of is, can be 
good for combining all of those things because I just like throw a shitload of spinach or tofu yeah. or mushrooms in there and I'm just like, all right, sick. So like, I'm like, it's probably cost me $6 total filling enough. I feel like with adding the the actual vegetables, <laughs> like I might've gotten some nutrition. Yeah. I'm I mean, that's going to have like diarrhea. So that the best part of it is like just throwing shit at it. Like, oh, we got all this stuff, so we're just dumping this. Like, that's the beauty of any kind of soup, I think, is like, eh, well, this has got this, this, and this, and whatever else we got uh, during this week. Like, um, that's where I think, like, a lot of the restaurant ramen kind of shines through is where it's, like, all this stuff that on paper seems terrible. Like, there's no way this is all going to go together well, but... um, Yeah. Well, yeah, that's, again, going back to Ivan... uh, he his like one of his biggest ramens is like a chicken base which i've i don't really fuck with chicken ramen but like he he kind of combined his like jewish heritage of chicken soup with like he he's sort of like kind of obsessed with japanese culture at least with ramen for sure yeah um and but combining the two again you find the the basic and then make it your own and he just really took it to the 10th level but yeah man i there are f- a few countries that I would like want to travel to just based off of their food alone, and Japan is for sure one of them. Yeah, because like they have Ramen Alley, which is just like a whole fucking like bus station or like train stop full of ramen, and like I guess some of the best ramen is actually in train stations. And uh, it, it seems interesting because like some of the places you like you essentially. You have no contact with the people making it aside from ha- when they hand it to you and you just go in, you put your money in and you just push a, pu- push a couple buttons. Yeah. But like they're old school. They're not, I mean, maybe they've updated to tablets and shit, but it, even watching him do it on the, that chef's table, I was like, I would be, I don't know what to do. I hope I get the thing. <laughs> I hope yeah. I ordered the right thing. Yeah. I mean, that's like, um, in terms of like just kind of public, public food in terms of like this is a public space this is where you're gonna get cheap food on the go that kind of makes sense like i've seen those videos of those guys who have those movable kiosks that are like all like basically just a pop-up kitchen Mm -hmm. on the back of a bike or whatever and then they just pull up to a busy center unfold everything and they're making like world class like uh amazing chinese food and you're just like wow this is uh this is basically five-star food on the back of a bike but you wouldn't really know it. I wonder if the the price correlates, because like sometimes you go to a food truck and you're like, this this seems a little pricey for getting food out of a truck. I also think that that depends on the uh, the country you're in. I feel like in Japan or something, it would be more like this is what everybody eats, so like this is a kind of thing here. Whereas in California, it seems like. Let's see how much people are going to pay for a burrito. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Cool. It's, it's cr- twenty dollars. It's the it's the Kobe truck. So uh, <laughs> yeah, Kogi. I feel like uh, that type of food here is is more or less uh, buzz uh, infused. Yeah, there is a lot of that, and like I, that's kind of the last few times I've tried to go to Tatsu. That's sort of I'm like, well, the word's out because this shit, like, it's op- it's great for sure, but yeah. I'm like. Once you add in the weight factor, I'm like, it kind of goes against the whole principle of this. This is supposed yeah. to be fast, easy, fucking. Blue, I think blue the last food. time me and you got Tatsu together, we sat in the cold rain for like 
<laughs> 45 minutes to get it. And it was worth it. Fucking but, worth it. Um, well, we did make the mistake of going there on a rainy day, so that's, that's yeah, on us. Yeah, that's got to go when it's 90. And, yeah. uh, nice hot bowl, hot bowl of rainwater. But I assume you wouldn't be down to go to Japan just for the food, considering how much seafood would be. That's been the one problem. Um, when I first started uh, eating ramen, like there's the thing called the fish cakes, the little pink and white things. Oh, yeah. And I like <laughs> Jinya. It's not fish. It's like a um, can't remember the type of wheat, but it's like a bread based type of thing. But I found other places that like make the exact same thing and it looks the exact same but it's made from dried fish like the traditional one and i was like i think at that point if it's in a bowl of ramen i'm not going to taste it and it's not going to be that big a deal but um i have noticed there's i'm not sure if it's just the americanization of that type of food but like there's always like that uh Kogi, it's not kogi, but kirgi or whatever the the fried chicken mm-hmm. um, that comes with uh, that's usually found at ramen places is always a, a safe or gyoza or something where just give me something deep fried that isn't fish and I'll be happy. That's pretty much yeah. I try to be pretty open minded with most foods, but like dr- dried fish is I have never been able to like um, just a big old strip of fish jerky. Yeah, like I uh. I had a buddy that worked at I worked with at uh, Supra, and he like his dad was stationed in Japan when he was a kid, so he's got a lot of you know tastes developed from that era. So he'd bring in like dried squid treats and shit, and I'm just like treats. That's an yeah. interesting word. <laughs> I mean, they uh, they look like they should be for dogs, but yeah. um, I'm like I try not to be closed-minded, but also just. Like I don't think this is for me, and then like I forget what what I was watching where they like they rehydrate that shit, and I'm just like this seems gross. Like, yeah, like you dehydrated a fucking mackerel, and now you're throwing it in. I I mean, I'm not a chef, so I guess like whatever yeah. works and whatever tastes good and whatever you know. I mean, th- yeah, there's pushes the needle forward. I think every country's got that because like lutefisk uh, is another thing for him. I think Finland or Norway. The scan the scando Which is a burying it in lye. Yeah. A fish dipped in poison yeah. <laughs> that you let sit out. There's an odd amount of like food like very staple food items that like uh are involved like if if uh it was just a hair off, it's just deadly poison. Yeah. I like there's a I think kava it's not kava, it's like either taro some like very staple ingredient down in South America, like if they don't do it right, it's it's arsenic essentially. Yeah. Where it's just like, huh? I'll just take the fries. How? <laughs> how long? How many? Why did you keep at it? Yeah. To the point that like, how many people died when you were like, I bet this is gonna work eventually. I mean, most foods are that way because you think about yogurt, where it's like, yeah. hey, we got this milk we let sit out. Hey, yeah. give it to Jerry. He'll eat it. Yeah. Thank God for the fucking perverts and the <laughs> and the uh, the guys with no fucking stand. Like, I'll get fucking. Yeah. I'm, I'm hungry. Just put it in my mouth. Pushing oh. our appetites forward. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> fucking David's dead. <laughs> yeah. Mark that one down. That was too much. That mushroom, not good. What? That kind of egg, not good. Yeah. <laughs> Snake yeah. venom. We're not putting that in the soup anymore, all right? Thank you for the thousands and thousands of years of cavemen that uh, Jesus deniers have made up to make, to, <laughs> make, 
<laughs> have they invented to create this lineage of food that we can now enjoy? Yeah. Should we go on a religion tangent? <laughs> Cue it up. Um, I don't know how you cannot believe in evolution. With religion is essentially an evolution in itself, <laughs> handed down from time to time from your <laughs> the lore of your ancestors, handed down until you find. Anyway, so, yeah. Um, oh. but yeah, I think like that was a big thing in college where I wanted to go. Um, I was going to use my refund check. Um, for my student loans to go into more more debt um, pull, totally. Pull a JR. That's essentially what I was going to do. I just wanted to go to Japan because I felt like it was the closest to getting to an out, like another planet in terms of culture mm-hmm. than Detroit, Michigan, where it's like, I want to find something that's so fucking crazy. I have no idea what's going on and no idea what I'm eating. Um, and that seems like that culture, but... Um, but the fish. The fish is a major hurdle. That uh, And this is before they invented Wagyu beef. I feel like it'd be a lot of pointing to menus and being <laughs> like, not this. Yeah. Not this one. Especially like in the, that would have been what? Like the early 2010s, early 2000s? Early 2000s, yeah. Yeah. So like, I mean, we had technology on the internet, but it, it, we really take for granted how easy we have. I mean. Yeah. Just fucking every... You can research any the neighborhood. collective, uh, like knowledge of an entire civilization is in your phone at all times now. Yeah. Where back then Max. you kind of had to look for it, but yeah, it was a little like I remember going to Italy and like I w- that was my twenty first birthday and just being lo- lost and I didn't know how to get to my fucking hotel. I didn't have Uber. Yeah, I, you know, <clears throat> and I was just in the rain, like with my all my luggage. And I was like. Yeah, but this is this is fucking adventure. This is traveling. Yeah, this kind of sucks, but also this is part of the journey. So fuck it, fuck yeah. I feel like the older you get, that that adventure excuse wears thin. Really, like, oh yeah, this is bullshit. I, I've done this. I've <laughs> I did my adventure years. Now I want a nice cushy fucking yeah. seat in Aruba. I'm looking for comfort. I want an island boy rubbing my feet right now, <laughs> pouring me a margarita. <laughs> I don't care that that's not culturally sensitive. Yeah. I want, I want oh, a Mountain Dew margarita right now. Mountain Dew rum. I want to know what I'm getting. Oh, boy. Yeah, I, and ramen goes well with beer. Like, just a yeah. nice Japanese beer with your ramen. It's fucking it's hard to beat, man. Yeah. Do, <laughs> yeah. It's one of the only foods that I'll sit in public and uh, just sweat and have my <laughs> nose run and not care because it's that good. Yeah. I was uh I was thinking about that. Like there's certain levels of food intimacy. Look like I'm ugly crying at this <laughs> strip mall. Like food intimacy is a is a big thing. I'm like like first date wise, ramen's probably not the move. Yeah. Ramen, chicken wings, ribs. <laughs> Just, uh, oysters, all you can eat crawfish. Yeah. Uh, Don't go to a crab bake. Yeah, <laughs> like, no lobster maybe ease your way into that so you know it's it's, it's third it's culinary third base <laughs> <laughs> you're okay oh uh, i think i want to black out these windows <laughs> oh there's a dog coming by i better fucking make a shitload of noise for no reason yeah i also worry about it breaking through it sometime oh um yeah but uh I think there's like fucking eighty thousand 
ramen vendors in Japan alone. Jesus. Yeah. And I mean, like, that makes sense. That's like burger joints here. Yeah. But, I mean, for the size... To compare of, it in a completely white, idiotic way. <laughs> I mean, um, that um, it's kind of like American is a hamburger. Japanese ramen is pretty... Much it's a I mean they have eighty thousand of them and it's a part like a lot of the people in that documentary were saying they eat it every day so yeah it's like it's not completely it's also something that is like versatile because like like I was saying with the the summer or the uh, cold ramen um, you can basically make it whatever you want for whatever occasion but yeah I saw somebody making ramen lasagna and I was like I don't. I don't think I don't like this. Uh, instead of just using the lasagna noodles, they yeah. were throwing in uh, like the whole brick. Like I mean, like because they have that kind of three layers. Of oh them. yeah, yeah. So they would just. Do I've that. seen people make bakes with like the the top ramen bricks. That yeah, but I, that's also just sort of shock factor TikTok things where people are like, yeah. "I'm gonna make pizza out of fucking eight million pieces of rice." Yeah, like, this oh. pizza's made out of donuts. <laughs> <laughs> Cream-filled donut <laughs> pizza. What'll they think of next? With cream cheese and cherry sauce. I am a little offended by, like, how much of online culture is just watching people eat food or, like, watching people react to eating people eating food. Like, a lot of Gordon Ramsay's whole online presence is just, like, watching people cook terrible, like, ter- cook things and just... Scream at them? Yeah. yeah. He's like, oh, no, you donut. What are you doing? No. Yeah. It's a, why are you ruining the state? It's like, why am I, why does this exist and why am I watching? Yeah. I mean, there's that, there are, there's the, also that fact of like people telling you how to make, like there's that famous thing where the, um, there's that pad thai chef that yells back at Gorms Ramsey and he's like, <laughs> your version of this is terrible. <laughs> Um, but yeah, like if you're not hurting anybody, like there shouldn't be rules to fucking the food you're making to eat yourself. Like, yeah, I mean, obviously, but, uh, yeah, no, no, no comment. What the fuck is this? (laughs) (laughs) I've just stumbled onto ramen TikTok, and there's some weird shit happening, but, oh, Oh. I don't know. I uh, I do need to upgrade my ramen bowl though, because I like make my, I make my shit, and then I'm like, I don't have a bowl that fits this, and yeah. it, you can, it's not like, you know, chicken noodle soup where you can just ladle it out. Like, it's so fucking messy if you just try to like. I'm only gonna take some of the noodle. Uh, yeah. Because essentially, you just fill it with a liquid and then dump solids into it. <laughs> it's like uh, it's like a hailstorm. Yeah, I guess I could cut it. Like, if I broke up the the packet a little bit more, it would probably work better. But I'm not fucking doing that. <laughs> One more. S- no. This has too many steps. As- this is like six steps already. I'm not doing that. I gotta put the water in a pan <clears throat> and then heat it. This is bullshit. But yeah, uh, uh, the reason I didn't, I didn't want to get into kind of detailing all the the history of it is that I don't know how to pronounce most of these places. Yeah, very much so. And I feel like I would insult an entire country <laughs> trying to do it. So, uh, yeah, that's, uh, well, it is, I mean, it is interesting because like when, once ramen started spreading out, like every region, like, um, 
Osaka has kind of their own take and Tokyo has their own Hokkaido. take. And Hoka- yeah. And they, they, they all, and it's probably based on like what they had available where it's like, we have a lot like more pork available. So yeah. we're like, regionally we like pork belly more we like this or we like chicken or <clears throat> whatever and again like the uh economics of what's available like th- the fact that the wheat factored into like the type of noodle that was popularized and the alkalized water that like made it one one thing or the other it's like th- the fact that alkalized water was what they had available like you know it's just kind of like happenstance that these things sort of just all come together but yeah thankfully people like take note and figure out like why what what something works and doesn't and our fat asses get to benefit reap That's all true. the benefits of other people's hard work which is truly th- as american as it gets really just that's yeah that's uh the progression of uh, uh the species so yeah the riding the propulsion of other people's hard work yep that's where I like to. I just want you made it over countless centuries, so I can complain about it. Yeah, so I can leave a <laughs> shitty Yelp review. Yeah, this was too spicy. <laughs> it is one of my my kind of smaller joys in life is going to a ramen restaurant and seeing somebody who thinks they understand heat of something they've never had before. <laughs> And then just watching them ugly cry at their table and yeah. trying to be like, this is fine. Yeah, I I don't have any pride for that when I go into an Indian restaurant because they're like, do you want Indian hot? I'm like, no. No, no thank you. <laughs> like, like uh, not for the first. I'm going to come here five times and hit medium. And if that's okay, maybe I'll level up. But Yeah. There was one. Um, we were at this one restaurant in Studio City where a guy's like, oh, I'll take that. that the hot and the guy's like are you sure you you want the hot because like we don't sell that much of it because it like he was trying to be polite about it be like i don't think you know what this is Mm -hmm. and then uh some guys from the back's like nope we're not no (laughs) he just said no you don't get hot you you try medium i was like all right this is better like i like when uh like i know what this is you don't so i I like i don't want to call the I like the good Ambulance. cop, bad cop aspect of that, where like the waiter was clearly trying to be polite and like save the guy's his, like his ego or whatever, and then the other dude's like, nope. Yeah, it was just like, <laughs> and it's such a small place, so like everybody could hear it, and everyone turned around like, I'm looking fucking tough guy over here. <laughs> then he feels challenged. He's like, you know what? I want double hot. <laughs> yeah. It's like my butthole. <laughs> I can't do anything for the next three days. I can't. I need my hemorrhoid donut. I need Pedialyte. <laughs> I'm going to boof PDLA. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I don't, I shouldn't. I'm going to, I might have to edit this out, but, uh, you know, sometimes you're more dehydrated. <laughs> you realize, <laughs> you, you know, you have some ramen and you're like, why is there blood on the toilet paper? <laughs> oh, God. I'm <laughs> just uh, all salted up. <laughs> like, oh, that salt bath really took it out of me. <laughs> Cured ham over here. <laughs> Anyways, is that how we is that we how we end up? <laughs> I think that's a good place. Yeah. Well, I mean, you want to do a quick power ranking because uh, I, I I mean, yeah. Just even just some recommendations. I mean, granted, not everybody that's out here know like you know, and may, what the fuck we know really. But yeah, I mean, like most of the places that I've gone to have been like uh, kind of on the recommendation of people I've been with. But it's also like 
I would assume that if a kind of like Jinya is a chain, so mm -hmm. same with Tatsu, uh, they're chains. So I can only assume that any other place, like a small hole in the wall, is going to be even better than that. So I feel like most ramen is going to be delicious ramen. Yeah, it's like going and getting. I mean, it takes a lot. Like, like it's like pizza. Like pizza even bad or pizza. Mexican food. Like sometimes yeah. you get a real like Mexican food can be actually bad but like for the yeah. most part you know if you go get tacos you're like that was still really good yeah like any real taco stand probably pretty good but I, and that's been my experience with ramen it's like it's never bad yeah but i mean i do have my favorites <clears throat> um like goo ramen in in uh in long beach is probably and they got they have a, a laguna beach they have a few locations but i did look up uh insider had like a very obnoxious breakdown of LA's best but this was from like 2015 or 12 or some shit but they uh they recommended Sujita and LA Artisan Noodles um Daiku Daiko Kuya in Little Tokyo they have multiple locations as well but yeah again like ramen hood their vegan ramen's really good actually a lot of vegan ramen's good too so it's not even like you're missing out if you're not doing pork or yeah I feel like the the conditions that you're having it in are important because like having it on a hot summer's day versus having it on a cold rainy day like it makes it like when it's cold and rainy it, especially in Los Angeles where we don't have very few of those days it feels like oh my god this is the best thing I've yeah, ever had. It's like a real treat to go in and warm yourself up with a nice spicy bowl of ramen. Which seems uh, like I mean, maybe there is now, but there wasn't growing up. Like, in northern Michigan, it seems like that place would do amazing. Yeah. And conversely, like, I, I was – a while ago, I was just looking for, like, a soup and sandwich place because it, it was a rainy day, and I just was like, I just want soup, like a Panera Bread without having to go to Panera Bread. Yeah. Where I was just like, I'm not fucking going to Panera. I bought a bread bowl. Yeah. <laughs> a bread bowl. But – I couldn't like I'm sure there's shit around here like if I went in but I just like New York I feel like you could throw a stone and be like oh there's matzo ball, ball soup here or, or whatever but just like finding homemade soup I was like there's fucking nothing yeah yeah I'm trying so, to think of any like so you're really only left up to like alright well fucking Tom Yum or like yeah. ramen or pho or whatever and you're like I'm gonna go ethnic on it hot and sour yeah and I mean win-win but like you know hot and sour always seems like a weird name for a food <laughs> it's it's a, it's a it's, bit of a it seems dare. like it sounds like descriptive words for something else but it's yeah egg i mean china really didn't come through with the name egg drop soup that doesn't <laughs> that's another one no nope. <laughs> like, it's <Nope>. like <laughs> maybe it's just the english translations that are like oh yeah uh, we don't know how to do this maybe they're just like that's what it is what what's what's fucking yeah. wrong like this is the problem most, with it? uh straightforward way of doing this yeah i wonder what tom yum is a translation for besides amazingly delicious tom ka mm, yeah. coconut tom coconut mm, cock yum ah cock yum cock yum cock yum cock well yeah yeah uh, i think we covered it i think we that was an extensive uh really really researched really unoffensive no <laughs> Uh, yep. Descriptive names. Uh, no accents. Done. Nope. <laughs> no <laughs> imitations. Well, uh, say, that's that's for the Patreon. 
Yeah. All the, the cancelable bullshits in the Patreon and in my postcard this, club. This podcast is going to be 33 minutes, but the, the Patreon one is two hours and 45 minutes. Yeah, and we really let it slip. <laughs> this is after seven Sapporos and two... An hour is just dedicated to us wrongly <laughs> pronouncing things, so... Yeah, uh, you, you for... For thirteen dollars a month, you can watch me cry into a bowl of ramen every month. <laughs> you can watch Christian sing. I will do everything for love, but I won't do that while yeah. he cries into a bowl of ramen. I cry shirtless into different kinds of soup <laughs> while my feet mash through spaghettios. <laughs> Somebody out there's ears just perked up, yeah. and they're like, "Oh, oh, wait a second, dog whistle. Hello. What is this?" Uh, everybody go see Cocaine Bear. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you want, is that it? Let's call it. Yeah. Nailed it. All right. We crushed it. Thanks for being here. Cheers. We'll see you next time. Cheers.